Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Pearl and Doris by Elizabeth Day. Pearl says Christmas is a patriarchal construct. Her words... She's only 12. Before I met Pearl, I didn't know much about the patriarchy. When she first mentioned it, I thought she was talking about one of those superhero films. The patriarchy, Pearl said, like it was playing at the Cineworld multiplex. Today she's telling me all about how the patriarchy have hijacked Christmas. Think about it, Doris, yeah. The Virgin Mary was up the duff whether she liked it or not. She didn't even get to have sex first. We're sitting by the lounge window as usual. Me with my mug of milky PG tips. Her with her glass of Ribena. I know how she likes it now. Strong, not too much water, and I have to let the tap run first so it's nice and cold. Her mum doesn't allow her sweet drinks, but what Pearl's mum doesn't know won't hurt her. Who do we celebrate at Christmas? It's all men, Pearl says, getting more agitated. She's still wearing her black jacket, the one with quilted rolls like a sleeping bag, and when she waves her arms, the material rustles. There's Jesus, she says, a man, obviously. Obviously, I mutter, sipping my tea. It was best not to interrupt. Besides, it's relaxing listening to her when she's in full flow. Joseph, she's in her stride now, counting them off on her fingers. Her nails are chipped purple. The three kings, the shepherds, God. A pause. The innkeeper, she shouts, knocking a knee against the coffee table. The plate of digestives rattles. Father Christmas too, I say. Pearl claps her hands together and whoops. Yes, Doris, you know what I mean. Always Father Christmas. Why not Mother Christmas? Why? I feel quite pleased with myself. Until Pearl, I hadn't really thought about feminism. I didn't have time when Arthur was around. I was mainly cooking and cleaning and making sure his clothes were ironed. I couldn't have children, as it turned out. It was sad, but these things happen, don't they? You've got to keep going. No rhyme or reason to it. Arthur was sad too, but he never said so. I don't think we had a single conversation about anything that really mattered. It was all, fancy a cuppa, or out late tonight, or should we watch the news? I'd been good at school and wanted a job, just something to keep my mind ticking over. 
but Arthur wasn't keen. He worked on the underground, started out as a tube driver, then moved on to station manager at Tottenham Court Road. Long hours. Wanted his tea on the table when he got in. Pearl once asked me what I used to do. I must have looked blank because she asked it again, in a different way. You know, your job, when you worked. What did you do? I I didn't have a job. I was Arthur's wife. Pearl dropped her head, and I could see the zigzag of her parting between the plaits. When she looked up, she sucked in her breath. It was clear she wanted to say something. Cat got your tongue, I asked. Just that... I waited. You deserved more, you know. I wasn't sure about that. People like me and Arthur were from a different age. I didn't expect much of life and it more or less delivered. Did what it said on the tin, like that advert says. Young people today seem to think they're born deserving things and don't need to put any effort into it. There was a programme on the radio recently where the presenter talked about snowflakes. Apparently it's what you call young people who get easily offended by things. Pearl's not like that. She's strong. She runs the School Feminist Society. She works hard and gets decent grades, which is a miracle when you think about what that girl's been through. Her dad left last year, around the same time as Arthur died. And now it's just Pearl and her mum. It's a mercy, in a way. The walls between our flats are very thin. I could hear him throwing his fists around at night and Pearl's mother trying not to cry. Once I called the police, but they didn't do anything. Domestic dispute, they said, and that was that. But then one night, he upped and left. Pearl and I got to know each other after that. Her mum asks me to babysit when she's on lates at the hospital, but Pearl is so grown up I'm not sure she needs looking after. Most days, Pearl will come round for a catch-up and a biscuit. Pearl makes me think about things differently. Like women having the right to do what they want. Like Christmas being a patriarchal conspiracy. Like X Factor being better than Strictly. Like racism being an institutional construct. So now I realise I'm probably a bit racist, whether I like it or not, because I'm white and come from a place of privilege, whereas Pearl will always experience the world differently. I can use the N-word, and you can't, Doris. I won't, I promised solemnly. Never used it in my life. I wish I'd had half her confidence. What are you doing for Christmas anyway, she asks, finally taking off her jacket. She just leaves it there in a heap on the floor. Would have driven Arthur mad. Oh, not much. I dare say I'll get myself a turkey crown. Watch some telly. Pearl chews her lip. She has tiny, precise teeth. What'll you be doing, I ask, besides bringing down the patriarchy? You should come to ours, Pearl says. I'll tell my mum. No, I say, I don't want to impose. Pearl grins. You need to start doing a lot more imposing, Doris. You need to claim the space. 
She curls her hand into a fist and lifts her arm in a salute. Claim your power! I start laughing because she looks so serious sitting there frowning like that with a half-eaten digestive balanced on her knee. All right, all right, I'll come. My eyes start misting over. I feel a surge of something complicated. Love, maybe. Even though she hasn't finished her juice, I take her glass back to the kitchen just to have something to do, just so she won't see my face. I stand there for a moment, leaning on the sink, and I let the tears fall into the plug hole. My name's Elizabeth Day, and you've been listening to Stylist's Festive Fiction. A happy Christmas to all stylist readers.